All right. We're here with the first episode, Bradley Dunham. How are you? The Bradley Dunham. What's going on? Just going to talk about what interests us and the different things that we enjoy doing. Let's do it. So, we both like to surf. One of our passions. Mm. Main passion in life. So, what about surfing draws you back every time? Uh, I think there's a few things. One, uh, the, the constant progression and, you know, the the kind of chase of landing the next trick or, you know, getting better, more flow, whatever it is. Um, secondly, it's just a, a feeling of, like, complete freedom and escape. And it's always, you know, the go-to move for a stressful day or anything that's going on. You can just go out there and really free your mind and, and have a good time with your friends. and Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So what... uh. What are you riding nowadays? What kind of boards? Like, what's your what's your go-to board for go-to our board? our great conditions in Florida? I've just been riding this uh, this Mayhem. It's it's like a five eight, uh, a little bit wider, but just basically a standard shortboard, and it it's one of the best boards I've ever ridden because um, I don't know, just it it feels really loose, but you know it still holds. Um, it's just all around a magic board and definitely want to get a whole cover of them going so mm. Mm. that's that's another goal as we were talking about goals, goals. Let's, let's talk about goals what are your current goals in life right now <laughs> well current goals uh we were talking about you know i don't know i mean obviously a whole quiver of boards would be the, any surfer's dream right so, right you know have the garage packed or a whole boardroom um, and then also, of course, the Porsche 911 Turbo S. I mean, duh. That's a, that's a given. That's, that's a given. That's something that's going to happen. Uh, just takes time and hard work, and um, I think that's the key to, to any type of, you know, any type of, anything that's worth it in life takes, takes time, dedication, all that stuff. So it's good to have things to work towards and, and motivation, so... Yeah, we're getting there. Getting there. Getting, getting there. there. Huh, interesting. What do you think? What are some of your goals? My goals? Yeah. Uh, well, some of my goals would be make something happen with what is going on in my life right now. And, right. And, uh, you know, I get out of the Coast Guard in a year, March 3rd, 2019. Can't wait for that. That's huge. Not that I hate it, but, you know. Sometimes I do, you know? Yeah, it's going to be nice to, to be on, get some independence in there. Um, you know, I think one of the, the other things is just the complete freedom to to do trips and stuff. Yeah, um, to be able to just explore all that life has to offer, not just through where the military would possibly want me to go, but... Right. But, I mean, you've already seen some crazy places. Seen some cool places. How was your time in California the uh, whole time you were there? Because, like, that was a big, like, that's a big question even <laughs> your closest friends still have. What? <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, how was it when you were out there? I mean, it obviously wasn't all just great and awesome the whole time. Like, you were away from your family and friends and, yeah, like, um, like shit, I don't know how far away it is, but it's a, it's a good, you know, bit of miles. 3,000 miles. Yeah, 3,000 miles away from your <coughs> roots, you know, your home, your home roots. And, right, um... Yeah, so I spent like almost three years out there, 
and I mean it was at first it was tough um I had a girlfriend at the time and that made things way worse so definitely do not recommend that (laughs) any type of long distance relationship is just shit yeah they suck and you should just cut it off now Mm. Mm. anyway so that made things tough but also um I don't know, I was, I was really stressed about school because I was doing that four days a week and then working to, um, to basically eat. I mean... <laughs> That's tough. You know, when you, <laughs> you, know, you know you're down when you gotta, like... Yeah, so I mean... It's pro- expensive out there. The lowest point I hit was eating oatmeal in water <laughs> for three days. Yeah, that's good. That's all I had was oatmeal... Um, I mean, so this last time, it was, I was working at this surf shop, um, something fell through with, yeah, you surf. You surf. I was working, uh, something fell through with this wedding setup that I was doing, but, uh, so I was struggling financially, Mm. and that is when you really, you know, you hit rock bottom. You can hit rock bottom when you're struggling financially. you know, it's like, what the fuck? What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah. How am I going to eat my next meal? Seriously. Yeah. And that's when you really get close to yourself and... Find out who you really are. Exactly. You know, it's no one's there for you. To, I don't know. It's crazy, but... Yeah. It was a huge experience there. Um, I had sold my car to get a motorcycle. <laughs> I rode that. Got really scared. You know, almost died. Speed wobbles at 130? Yeah. Yeah. That and then going into the roundabout with another car at the same time. Was, yeah. Kind of puckers yeah, you up a little bit. I, I teared up a little bit. Oh, for sure. And so realized that probably wasn't, I, you know, I wanted to continue living. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it was like a real thing. Like, like a life or death. Like you almost experienced the death part of it. Every day was my last day. Well. <laughs> that's, like, like, that's the mindset you got to have, though. Seriously, it's like, wow, I really hope I'll see these people again. <laughs> But that's something that's kind of uh, almost a good mentality with your friends and yeah, for sure. Like that because I mean you never know. But um, um, you have more than just the hobby of surfing. I mean, you have you make sick music, and you have sick videos. You make the music to the videos. I mean, you really you're not just a a single hobby kind of guy. Right. What inspires you? First, I'm going to ask you what inspires you in the music, and then I'll ask you what inspires you with the filming. But more importantly, like, where do you get your ideas from for music? Does it just kind of... Um, honestly, I, I don't know. Sometimes I just go off feelings, like um, when I was going through some shit, like that was the best outlet for how I felt, because you can really capture what you're feeling, like how you want to do things in the song, and just... So I don't know, I think it's kind of feeling and just uh, takes your mind off things because you can get lost in that for hours just yeah messing with stuff and it's so fun. So there's that. And then um, like with videos, I kind of just, that's even more of just kind of a what life is really like type thing. Yeah. I guess like I just yeah. want to capture how it is and... How it actually is, like how you live it. Because I feel yeah. like a lot of video people, when they make videos and you know put music to it and all that stuff like they don't use their own music and they make videos of like a vacation or or something that's great and not everyday life and 
I feel like people get hung up a lot on making these crazy videos and stuff like that of like these, you know, like a surf trip video or something like that. Like, which are sick. Which are great. Yeah, no, videos like that are sick and it's, and it's cool to look back on them. But at the same time, I feel like you can really uh, get down to your roots and, and how you truly feel on a day-to-day basis yeah. with the day-to-day grind in a video kind of recording. And music that flows. And music, you know. music that flows, but... And, and also music that you make because that's even cooler right like, I mean I don't always do that but um, that is something that's really special to be able to do I guess yeah um, but you know sometimes I'll hear a song and it's just like I have to I get these visions basically uh. <laughs> <coughs> and I hear the song and I'm just like <coughs> I know what the song has to look like and so I make it look like that in the video. Yeah. That's like the Bradley <laughs> mentality. I like it. Yeah. Just getting visions and going forth with it. Right. Just, yeah. Trusting what you see and just really following yourself, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So. So, when you move back to Fernandina, because obviously you live here now. Right. Clearly. When you move back to Fernandina, I knew what your motives were. Yes. How do you feel about branching off from where you're at now and going somewhere else again i mean would that be a possibility or do you are you rooted here i mean no um i mean the goal with what i'm doing it's now, a tough question but yeah no it's it's i got it pretty simplified basically like um what i'm doing now is i'm growing something and with you know how it's growing there's definitely going to be opportunities to go other places. Yeah. Um, whether that's fucking Miami or... There's no ways in Miami. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's like for surfing. But I know what you mean, trips, though. Um, you know, down south, yeah. maybe, but definitely there's a lot to do there's, out west. So. There's a lot to do out west. There's a and lot of opportunities. So much opportunity. I mean, it's... And with what I'm doing now, it would just it would work really well. Um, so we're just getting that going. And, you know, I'd say that's a, a five-year goal is to, to be back out there and and growing more and, you know, maybe come back often, have a place here. Yeah. You never know. I mean, the ultimate dream is have a house there and have, have a house and here. buy my parents' house here. Yeah. Because I just love that place. That would be cool. And just, you um, know. Yeah. I love it here. I mean, yeah, no, it's, it's, I had the chance to go to Hawaii. I had the chance to go to, a, you know, a number of places, but here it's home. I mean, it's nice. And I mean, there was other influences at the time to where I came home for that. Reasons. Yeah, for that reason. I mean, looking back at it now, sometimes I'm like, dang, I should have went to Honolulu, you right. know, but, but at the same time, like, I feel like there's a reason I came back here. And a reason, you know, there's a reason for everything, in my opinion. You know, things happen for a reason kind of thing. Instagram. You'll always be happy as close to your roots. Yeah. I, yeah, that's an Instagram <laughs> quote right there. You just put that in your bio. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's, yeah, you just, you have your family, your friends, like, and that's a huge thing I've kind of realized even recently, just when we're all together. It's just like, there's such an energy that's created that's just like, you can basically see it just it's like, just tight-knit it's like, so cool it, and I, it blows my mind because a lot of guys I talk to like even at work they and just don't have that they don't have that they, like they always say oh the guys you know back home where I'm from are just screw ups and they're stupid and I don't hang out with them anymore and like it's 
for us, I feel like it's not like that at all. I mean, we, we've been so tight knit and we've always pushed each other super hard and, and not think, just surfing. I mean, yeah. that was just push each other in general. Exactly. Never let each other get down in the dumps or, and if they are, you know, you pick them back up, yeah, help them out. There and, um, but I think that's one of the things that kind of brings it back is like, we all, we all have that in common. Like our passion is surfing. That's, that's how we kind of re- relate in a way. And just, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I it's mean, nuts. You know, because, because I guess other people don't have, that type of passion to bond over and just yeah it's crazy because you know you talk to people and this is what is mind-blowing to me um you talk to people and they don't have a passion mm-hmm. like i i can't imagine living day-to-day life without an actual passion like i'm without a purpose without something a, to look yeah. forward to and i feel like a lot of people are always looking for their purpose i mean hey there's sometimes where i'm like what's my purpose but at the end of the day like i have something that I enjoy doing so much, I'm so passionate about, and I feel like all of us, we definitely relate to that, but yeah. we all have that passion, um, and it, and it's almost sad to see people go through life without a actual passion, just living the day-to-day, oh, I gotta go to work, I gotta do, you know, I, I mean, I can't imagine, life's so short, I mean, four years ago, we were in high, high, yeah. high school. Yeah, that like, was... That's it. Just flies by. It flies by. I mean, I've been in the military for three years now. That's why. And it flew. It feels like you were just texting us from when you had your day off. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm miserable when I hate it, but guess what? It's yeah, and it flies by. It does, but it's just how it goes. Yeah. But on a much lighter note, (laughs) not like getting too deep in the life thing. Where do you see? surfing going like what's what's the direction you think that surfing's heading because in all it just just overall like what's your like opinion on the direction of surfing right now with it being the olympics now and all that craziness like where do you see that going um i don't know i think i think there will always be those guys that kind of have their uh you know more simplified way of doing it they just like the core guys yeah kind of, you'll yeah. have the core guys but i think and i've seen a lot more commercialism out of it like mainstream mainstream i main. mean it's in bells it's in you know it's on every poster in huntington beach it's like it's i don't know it's it's almost becoming a cool thing to do kind of yeah i mean i mean it's cool to do but like you get that I feel like you get people that are like, I want to surf because I want to look cool. Right. Not, not for the actual region. Like, it has a very strong image yeah, tied to it. I agree. And you, just cool and extreme babes. 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 <laughs> yeah, babes are there. There's a lot that is surrounding it. Um, good and, I mean, older people probably have had some bad experiences with, <coughs> I don't know. You know, hooligan surfers. Hooligans, <laughs> kooks, right? But, yeah. What's I'm, your take on that word? Kooks. What do you think about kook? It's it's just a representation of a moron. A moron. Basically. So can uh like I mean if you think about it like there's pro surfers that are kooks in my opinion. Do <gasps> like you agree who? with that? Yeah. I mean, like Gabriel Medina. Like I'm not calling him out, but I kind of am. Like when yeah. he dropped in on Kelly, didn't do anything with the wave. No, yeah, there's there's guys that are just dumb. I mean, I don't know. Uh, 
Yeah, you, just, you see that. In <laughs> you see it. Though, but. I mean, we see it here with some of the quote unquote Facebook page locals, you know, like, yeah. oh, I'm so cool. But you're really not. <laughs> You've just been surfing for a while. I mean, it, yeah. But it. I mean, it can do that to you. Like, it can really, uh, I don't know, give you a, what is it? What am I looking for? Maybe like a false sense of. Of cool. <laughs> of cool? Yeah, There's like maybe a false cockiness. sense. Yeah, cockiness, That's yeah. That's the word, just... Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's... Even in the professional level, it's... I feel like it's there. Yeah. Back to the Olympics thing. Where do you see the Olympic? Like, how... My biggest question is, how are they going to run heats and stuff like that? What do you think? Like, what's your idea, outlook? Um, well, to be honest, I really see wave pool surfing taking off yeah so but I is think it that's going to be something that we'd see in the olympics is that going to make it just evens the playing field it does there was a I, I i was listening to another podcast i think it was one of aki's podcasts maybe or the firewire one where they were talking about um will it take the charm out of surfing like the hunt you know like you always are wanting better waves better break you want this wave to break better or you want this wind to be, you know, the wind to be offshore. Do you think that it'll take the charm out of surfing just to be able to go pay a hundred bucks or however much it is to just go catch artificial waves? Um, I think for some people they could get caught up in that, but yeah. I think uh, true adventure junkies just always enjoy the the natural side of it and the, the mystery of the ocean and, you know, the hunt, search, all that stuff. Um the chase basically and I think that's something that you know the ocean's not going to go away hopefully so I hope not <laughs> that would suck so I think that's something that will always be there for the people who really enjoy it for that aspect so I what, mean yeah yeah who uh like what do you think about them taking what do they take trestles and cloud breakout uh yeah that was dumb yeah what do you think about that I mean trestles is like the most high performance yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know if they had something with getting licensed for that. Because they had always had a hard time battling the state parks to... See, I didn't know that. Basically, um, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a natural place. They don't want tons of people. They're, they're taking all these construction, uh, like tractors, just all this bullshit. Just kind of tearing the beach up a little bit. Yeah, so I mean, it really puts a strain on, on that natural environment. So that could be one... Um, reason for that but well how about cloud break I mean you can't take a tractor out there yeah um, same I mean maybe it is the same the maybe reason it's... I think is because the tour is just such a circus there are so many people that come with all the pros yeah their wives their kids their uh, filmers all this the shit surf coaches, coaches. Yeah. yeah so I mean it's a whole entourage and I think that island might might be too, I don't know but I feel like it's too small for all those people and it's just didn't much. didn't they move it to Karamas though? Yeah, I mean that's, that's isn't a, that the place they moved it to or? Yeah, it's a really built out beach in Bali. So it would be easier to I guess yeah, do it there. Like and a, then and then they add Kelly's Surf Ranch to mm, it. So what? That's getting interesting. That's another question. Like, are they gonna have four man heats? And they're going to battle for priority? Because how does that work? I think it's all going to be a level playing field. Just like, you know, each person has a turn. Um, but that same d- wave. Like, doesn't yeah. that almost take kind of the charm out of it? It does. Because, 
you're not having to position yourself. Yeah, and part of, I mean, you surf contests, like, it's, it's not always the best surfer that wins. It's, you know, you could be in the wrong spot. Right. Or, um, well, and even, like, on, like, reef breaks and stuff like that, like, yeah, you position yourself somewhere, but that, it's, it's always changing. It's not going to... you can be, still take the wrong way. Right. Yeah, it's going to close out, or it's not going to line up, or blah, 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 the list goes on, but... I don't know if I totally I guess we'll see when it comes, you know, when the time comes when they when they run it, but my biggest question is how I wonder how they're going to score it. Like what is a what's a 10? Is it some kooky ass claim? <laughs> like I'm so over claims cuz I feel like they they people over claim. Yeah. And part of scoring is almost the wave that you that you got. I mean, yeah, the size yeah. and the, you know, how deep you are, blah blah blah, but I just feel like a lot of the charm is going to be taken away, and also I'm just curious to know how they're going to even partly, like remotely score uh, three turns in an air reverse because that seems like the going thing it's nowadays. Be standard. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see. And will a barrel score good there, being that it's only chest high, shoulder high? Yeah, I think it'd be you know how deep you are. I know I've seen people that really struggle even surfing that wave so i think there is some skill still involved but you never know and i wonder too what like obviously every pro surfer is going to surf a different board right different shape in a way i mean kind of a similar high performance shape but yeah is it going to be more rounded nose boards there or is it <laughs> so high performance that they're going to surf like a like a board they'd surf at like a small wave yeah like a small wave board or you, you know like a board they'd surf here in florida yeah. Like, are you going to surf a... I'd imagine it would have more foam because one of the things that's tricky about waves pools, wave pools is that the water in front of the wave is not being sucked up. It's just dead flat, and the thing is just coming through it. So it's... When you go do a bottom turn or something, it's not... The wave isn't, like, sucking up, like, right. pushing against your board. And so that that's something that's, like, tricky with bottom turns and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if the if it's, like, salt water... I would imagine. Yeah, because doesn't the salinity affect you a little bit too? Yeah, I feel definitely. like because when, like when I surfed the Typhoon Lagoon wave, like yeah, this board that floated me perfect in the ocean, I felt like didn't float me as good outside, like in the I guess chlorine. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna be interesting, but yeah, I know like great surfing in the Great Lakes and stuff. It's yeah, just a lot different. Who's your uh, who's your favorite surfer on tour right now? Favorite surfer on tour. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, John John's just really exciting, always. Do you feel like he's underscored? Yeah, I mean, there might be something against him, like, that he's, you know, younger or... I feel like he's underscored because he does... I feel like some of the turns he does and the way he ends his turns and not just turns, just... Some people just don't... Yeah, they're not ready for it. Right, yeah, and I feel like he's super underscored. Like that heat in at Pipe, where, who was it that beat him? Was it Jeremy Flores? Yeah. I feel like that last second, quote-unquote, buzzer beater wasn't really earned. Yeah, he's it, kind of a veteran on the tour. Right, and maybe that's why, and I think it was actually to qualify him for next year to be on tour or something <laughs> like that. So maybe that's, I don't know, I just feel like, uh, I feel like the, the tour can be, kind of I don't know 
I don't know. I've never been on the tour. I've never been good enough to be on the tour, but I feel like it can be kind of uh, like favoritism involved and stuff like that at times. Definitely. It'll be interesting to see how it, where it is in the next few years. Yeah, yeah. So one last question and then we'll be done. All right. Who is the most influential person in your life right now? Like, who do you, like, look up to and just be like, dang. A guy by the name of Paul Brown. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> he is my mentor and life coach, you could say. Yeah. Another really good one is Chris Igo. Chris he, kills it. He, I mean. Always driven. Sick. Yeah. So he's, driven. He's got incredible work ethic and very relatable. He's very down to earth. He doesn't think he's better than anyone, but at the same time, he is incredibly humble. And he will, he will just kill you. Basically. Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. So those two guys are really what I look up to. Yeah. So cool. Well, that was the first episode, I guess you could say, of the podcast, so, and uh, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it should be fun to continue with these. You.